I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now, a podcast which takes a Talking Vision interview of the week so you can listen to it now. And this week, Valentine's Day is just around the corner and you might be in the mood for love and we have some top dating tips for when you are blind or have low vision. And I'm chatting with Sarah Taylor, who was recently a co-facilitator in Vision Australia's TallyLink on dating and she has been a dater herself and she's someone who has low vision and we are going to set up some scenarios to give you those best five tips. So Sarah we were talking earlier that and you mentioned that there is a bit of a change in attitude or a trend in the way that disabled people are viewed both romantically and more as sexual beings as well? Oh, I do. I do. I think it's changing for the better, for our benefit. I think that worldwide there's definitely a movement into uh, dating with a disability. I think um, just because you're disabled doesn't mean you're less human. So I think absolutely we still have the same needs as everybody else. And I, this is my observation because I'm on Twitter quite a bit and I follow a number of uh, disability activists and disabled folk. And Mm -hmm. I wonder how much social media is responsible for breaking down some of those barriers and raising awareness. I would think that would have a major impact. I think it's... Um, connects everybody. I think it creates groups and people are able to share their stories and be heard better. Now we're going to go through five key recommendations that you give when you're dating or Thinking about thinking about dating when you're blind and have low vision, but it comes with a disclaimer. If you follow all these steps, we're not saying you're going to meet Mister or Mrs. or Ms. Ms. Wonderful. <laughs> so don't right. come back to us. No, they're just guidelines, basically. Yeah, and what yeah. are they? Well, the guidelines that I've kind of identified in looking at, at this um, topic have been confidence. Um, uh, apps and online profiles, uh, getting out and about, uh, disclosures, a very big one, comes up a lot, and getting ready to date and what that entails, that process. So here are some scenarios because everyone is different. So we've come up with a number of different people and I'm going to take you through these scenarios. First of all, we've got Bernard. He's 52 and is blind, and he's decided to give online dating a go. He has a photo ready from when he was a best man 17 years ago. So what should he actually do about photos? He's not, And how can he ensure he looks great? Should he just use that photo from 17 years ago? Oh, I wouldn't recommend it, personally. Um, most Apps and sites these days want within 12 months um, photos within that period, so definitely would be time to update. Um, things I would recommend would be if he's 
completely no vision, completely blind, then he has several options. So he could ask a trusted friend with vision um, to assist him with that. So nice headshots in focus, um, how he wants to be kind of portrayed. Uh, I You can also use, um, what's the... So when you say how he wants to be portrayed, he needs to articulate that to someone? Absolutely. I think it's very important that as um, he's in control of what he wants to portray and not have people tell him. Mm. So if he wants to portray that um, nice confidence, like where does he want to be standing? Where does he want to picture what's in the background? Like what's he trying to say to his potential date? Uh, there is iRevision. He's more than um, welcome to use that um, app if he wants to keep it a bit more private and personal um, or that application. So get them, he can kind of say, is, is my head in shot? Am I in focus? How do I, um, yeah, and then he can have a bit more control I think, in that situation. Now call me sexist, <laughs> but I'm wondering if Bernard might be best placed to ask a woman to take the photo for him. Okay, it depends on the relationship. Now, I have seen photos online where people have obviously the photo has been taken by a lover and it's quite intimate. So you <laughs> want to make sure that the photo is not... It's, it's more, yeah. 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 How about when it comes to accessibility and online dating? That is a very good question. Um, the Most apps these days and websites are accessible, so you can... Uh, I know, like with the iPhones, you can tap and they'll read you um, the content of the thing. Obviously, re- seeing pictures of people is very difficult. That might be best done by asking a trusted friend um, with assistance with that. Because I do think, even though we are visually impaired and blind, we still... It's always a great thing to have a friend on board to help you with this thing, whether you have low vision or you're blind or not. Absolutely, and sometimes sorting through other people's profiles is a fun social activity. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, especially with a couple of wines. (laughs) Now we move on to Felicity, who is 38, and she's got low vision, and she's ready to start dating. But it's been quite a while, and she doesn't have great confidence. She's a bit shy too. So how would she start? How would you, What would your recommendations for Felicity be? Absolutely. I think that a lot of people are in this boat, at least from what I've seen. Um, I think getting your confidence up, getting your um, orientation and mobility skills up, feeling comfortable moving around the world, I think they're that's important because I think when you're in that dating situation, you want to put your best foot forward. And if you're comfortable in yourself and confident in yourself, um, that translates across. So being joining groups, being involved in Vision Australia groups, phone groups, um, activity groups, I think would go a long way to help boost that confidence. Okay, now we move on to Ravi. Ravi's 28, he is blind, and tonight him and a friend are going out to see a band. But Ravi would also like to talk to some prospective dates. Now, how will he do this? How will he know if it's the right person to speak with? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the fact that he's got a wingman with him is great because you can always use your wingman. 
um, I think if he can talk to as many people as possible and just see if they are potential dates, they might not, but he can still make friends. And it's good just to be in and around people, definitely, yeah. and it's just fishing. You don't so. want to be just talking to someone and thinking, are you a date? Are you a date the no, whole time? Absolutely not. Just um, because they're friendly might not be. I mean, they might be already taken. So it's, I think it's within that conversation that you will gauge if they are a potential date or not. Yep. And how can a wingman or a wingwoman help someone out? Oh, well, I think it's very, very difficult, especially for people with low vision and blind people to know, like if someone's giving you the eye from across the room or if someone's checking you out. So I think it's good if you can just have a wingman say, oh, there's a lady over there looking at you or there's a gentleman over there kind of keeps looking this way. I think that could be really, really helpful. Excellent. Now we move on to Gigi. And Gigi is 42. She has a low vision and has a seeing eye dog. Plus, she uses a cane from time to time. She's on a number of dating sites, but she doesn't really feel comfortable disclosing her vision loss as she'd like for people to get to know her first as a person. What do you think? Well, disclosure is a very touchy topic. Um, Everyone has very strong points of view about how we should go about this, but let me just say it's extremely personal what you choose, how you choose to disclose. Um, so Gigi's well within her rights to do that. Um, some people put it straight out there and want to know straight off the cuff that people understand where they're at. But she's well within her rights to do that if she feels comfortable building that relationship first and then bringing it up later. And yeah, that's okay. Good news. Bernard, Felicity, Ravi and Gigi have all got potential dates lined up for this coming Saturday night. Woo! They are excited and nervous, but they'd like some advice on what should be their next steps for preparing for the date. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, first of all, I'd say even before they've booked in their date, I would have some recommendations of, around choosing a venue and trying to, if if you can, be in control of that. Uh, I think uh, most people want to put their best foot forward on a date. Everyone's trying to make a good impression. So whatever helps you do that, take advantage. So if, it, if you can arrange a date to be somewhere that's familiar to you, to help you feel comfortable where possible, I would recommend you do that. Um, somewhere that has online accessibility so you can pre-look up a menu and choose what you want to eat beforehand, so that takes that um, pressure off. Transport and getting yourself there, make sure you kind of have an idea of how you're getting there and how you're getting home. I think a lot of safety tips, just for general dating, I think can be applied to dating with low vision. I think safety is an important issue, definitely. And what about actually on the date? So I think if you can be prepared as possible, um, I think you're going to get questions around your vision, whether you've disclosed previously or not. I think it's going to come up. So have an idea about what you want to say around that. But know that that's just one topic and try and keep the topics on you know, your interests and ask questions about the other person and normal kind of dating stuff. Uh, I think the issue kind of comes up when you, know, you need to go to the bathroom or you want to buy your date a drink at the bar and 
kind of how to negotiate those kind of things, have an idea in your head about planning for those situations. Uh, I think the main thing is you don't need to apologise for your vision and impairment or your blindness. It's just one aspect of you. The person you're dating is going to come with their own issues, which you might not see at first anyway. So just be yourself. So we, with that, we would like to wish Bernard, Felicity and Ravi and Gigi all the best of luck. Yes, good luck, guys. And I have been speaking with Sarah Taylor, who has been who has given us some excellent tips for dating when you are blind or have low vision. Thanks it for is your time. Possible. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now. And if you enjoyed the interview, remember you can listen to the full Talking Vision program each week on Vision Australia Radio, associated stations of RPH and the Community Radio Network. You can find Talking Vision on iTunes, Podbean and through the Vision Australia Library. You can also find and follow us on Twitter, Just go and find Talking Vision 1, that's numeral 1, Talking Vision 1. And I'll see you next time.